Hello, everybody. Welcome to this Xbox Live episode 484. I am your host, Mark A.K. Wingman709. And uh, with me this week, uh, we're still waiting on Rob. So I'm going to mess with the cameras here for a minute and attempt to turn one of them off so we don't have the ugly look. And it doesn't look like it's working. Oh, no. Why is it not showing? Oh, wait. I clicked the wrong one. See if that goes away. Oh, well. You guys can deal with it. Rob will be here in a minute. (laughs) (laughs) For some reason, it's staying on my screen, even though I have turned it off. Weird. Weird. Oh, there we go. I got... ah, That's weird. Okay. So we'll get Rob in. But anyways... Oh, and there he is. (laughs) Sure. As soon as I turn off the camera, he's... He jumps online. But why don't <laughs> you course. why don't you introduce yourself while I try to get the cameras back up? And hopefully that will hey work. Hey everybody. If you don't know who I am, my name's Ryan. I'm from the Horrible Gamers Podcast. Uh, my gamer tag is Gib8777. Um, that's who I am. I'm here. TXL again. Woohoo! Wow. <laughs> and thanks, Rob, for not showing up on time. Now their cameras are jacked up, so now I gotta yeah, now I gotta play with the cameras. Guys. So all everybody right. needs a hobby. <laughs> I see, like, yeah, it's all messed up. Why? Stupid oh, Skype. No. Stupid stuff keeps changing. Oh, okay, so I will have to play with all of that. And uh, yeah, interesting. <laughs> <laughs> So I will Welcome play with the, the cameras. Show, yeah. Uh, I'll play with this while we get started. But uh, uh, Rob is here. I, I'm sorry, Ryan, you did introduce yourself, right? Yes, I yes, did. Yes, he did. <laughs> okay. And then, uh, Rob, did you introduce yourself? No, I didn't. Hey, everybody. Rob, also known as Presar, the guy that screws up the video. That's my <laughs> nickname. <laughs> so I will get both of you back in here quickly. But... Uh, um, you can listen to us live on Twitch, Mixer, YouTube every Sunday at 11 p.m. Eastern Time, 8 p.m. Pacific Time. And we're going to jump right into what we've been playing. So, Ryan, I'll start with you while I fix this mess. Alrighty. What have I been playing? I've been playing a little game called Death Road to Canada. Um, this game's a lot of fun, guys. I know, Mark, you heard me really? talk about this last night. Yes, it's great. It's kind of oh. like Oregon Trail a little bit. Um, where it's, you know, you're basically doing the, the trying to get from one place to, you're trying to get from Florida to Canada. Um, and it'll do the little car on the road thing and you see the car moving along on the road and then all this stuff will happen. Like it'll say, Oh, you know, whether, whether you, okay, they had to eat four pieces of food tonight. So they ate okay tonight. Um, and you know, uh, this happened and it brought their, you know, uh, they're moral up, so they're they're feeling a little better about the travel and all this kind of stuff. And all these things will affect your your gameplay. Um, so, and then you'll stop, and you'll go to like you'll you'll have a choice where it'll say, "Hey, you can go to the Yall Mart, which is like a Walmart, right? <laughs> um, you can go to the, the Yall Mart southern version, the southern yeah. <laughs> version of the southern store. Yes, exactly." Um, or you could go to this house on the side of the road, or you could go to this hotel 
and and it'll tell you it'll say like oh you know the house on the side of the road might be a little bit safer than going to the Walmart or you know whatever and you pick one so you go in and you fight zombies it's like a top down kind of eight or not eight like a 16-bit kind of pixely game where it's like you're going around killing the zombies and trying to collect resources food gas um you're also trying to collect weapons so like you get all kinds of different weapons and the characters are all uh randomly created or you can create your characters yourself um and along the way you'll meet more characters that can come and join your party but you got to watch like if you bring too many characters in then you're going to be using up more food um you know stuff like that but there's also advantages where if you bring another character in they might have a mechanic skill that fixes your car and keeps it going longer because eventually your car can break down and all kinds of stuff um but yeah it's actually like a, a a fun little indie game that i've that i've really enjoyed the last little while the last couple of weeks since it came out um it's been a lot of fun uh i'm still playing sea of thieves a lot um i backed off from it a little bit but i got back in and started playing today and i had a pretty fun day with uh jonathan hall uh penpoint red um he was playing and i jumped into his game and he had a buddy that i think was just starting to play and then we had a random squeaker in there and he was just this little kid um but but it was fun uh, and and the little kid got locked in the brig a lot because he kept doing stupid stuff like uh, dropping her anchor. Or I was up in the uh, in the in the crow's nest and I took a, a gunpowder barrel up there with me and he shot it <laughs> while it was up in the, and, and we put him in the brig after and we all went down and started playing music around him and running around the brig and it was good stuff. But he he took it well like he understood why he was getting put there but i think he was doing this stuff just to get attention from us cuz he was like 12 so but i'm still having a good time with that i can't wait for the new update um i think it's going to be good or the new expansion the uh, hungry deep which comes out soon doesn't it i think it's in the next couple of weeks mark are you going to get back in there and play some more sea of thieves when the new expansion comes out nope come on we'll get you back in there we're gonna bug you we're gonna bug you and get you back in it's a matter of time (laughs) you gotta check it out for the show right you gotta talk about it nope (laughs) (laughs) you wanna think about that nope (laughs) (laughs) and the last game that I've been playing um, excuse me guys I know you guys are an Xbox podcast but I have been playing God of War like crazy um such a such a good good game mark i know you heard me last night talking this game up i guys this is a game that needs to be played if you have a ps4 you need to play god of war the game is excellent it's really well done it looks amazing it plays amazing it's challenging it's interesting there's puzzles you know like it's a really 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 good game um like all the praise that it's getting i don't know about it being like a 10 out of 10 like it's not perfect there are issues you know within the game every game has issues i don't believe that it's a 10 out of 10 but i definitely it's up there with like the top games ever kind of thing like i really i really do believe that um 
So, I mean, God of War, guys, and uh, you probably heard a lot about it. It's good. It's a good story. It's good gameplay. Um, uh, really challenging combat at times. Um, lots of exploration and things to find and puzzles to solve and things that you have to come back to. You know, like the, there's all kinds of stuff in there that, that really all comes together and makes a really, really, really good game. Um, I got hats off to Sony Santa Monica. I mean, and and Mark, you know, I'm not like, I'm not a Sony shill. I, I actually oh, I... am very, I'm very against Sony at, at times. <laughs> but this is a game that like, I wish it was on all platforms because it's like everyone needs to play this game. Yeah, I don't, anyway. I have no problem with that. It's there are, I've yeah, played yeah, Sony games before, so. And I probably yeah, would have. I probably if I still had my PlayStation, I probably would have checked this game out. Yeah, and I, and I think people should. Um, it's well worth it. So, but that's it. That's all I played this week. All right, Rob, how about it? Played uh, some more Fortnite, and then also I went uh, and I got that. I like I, we talked about it last week. That Burnout. Whoa, man! Which Burnout one was it? Revenge? Revenge? Yeah, Revenge. Revenge. Yeah, that one uh, came over to backwards compatibility. So I grabbed it, and it was pretty fun. It was pretty fun to sit there. I mean, the only thing I did was the crash. Yeah. <laughs> and the crash intersections? Yes. Yeah. I introduced my son to that, and he's like, this is awesome. It is. It's the best thing ever. I love that stuff. And it was sort of interesting. So, like, I apparently forgot how the crashing works because <laughs> <laughs> like the first crash i went barreling into the intersection and i scored five thousand dollars in damage oh no like, what? would you hit a mailbox and that's it <laughs> <laughs> i think i got a flat tire that was about all <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> nice but uh yeah then uh it started coming back to me how you have to actually wipe out the intersection you know, cause all the cross traffic to go into it. Cause the first one, somehow I went through and, um, this map that they have of this intersection has like the intersection, it's a T and then has a drop off and some cars below. So I just somehow barreled through, fell down and in, into the drop off and, and everything. Uh, apparently, yeah. <laughs> It but happens. then, yeah. But then it started coming back to me, yeah. and then you know I started getting like the seven, eight, nine million. But uh, it was pretty cool. I I remember the crashing being a lot different. So must the thing that I really remember for the crashing part of the games must be in one of the other games. Yeah, that's I, yeah, that's what thing, I said last thing. week. Yeah, because I, I thought you could move your car around, but you don't. That I don't remember. No. But this one, you I, wait till that crash burnout, breaker builds was, up, was right? Was Burnout Takedown before Burnout Revenge? I can't remember. That's a good question. Because I think Burn, Burnout Takedown was a little bit different. And they did change a little bit each time. Yeah, yeah and then Paradise down. just really kind of threw the stat out the window where it didn't even matter anymore. Takedown yeah, was, was the third one. Yeah, Takedown's the third, then Legends, Revenge, Dominator, Paradise, Crash. Dominator. I don't remember that one. Yeah. That was PSP and PS2. Oh, that's only. why. Okay. That's why. 
Burnout Crash was iOS PS3 360. That was the top down one. Yeah, it was, where it was like oh. top down. It wasn't wasn't as good. When that first came out, I thought it was going to be amazing. I was like, oh, they're going to do a crash, just crash intersections where you can just. And then it was a top down thing. And I was like, no, I was yeah. so disappointed. Then you, yeah, then you go to play it and you hear a sad trombone. Yeah. <laughs> Sucker, we got your money. So it, was still a, it was still kind of fun, but it wasn't yeah. as fun. Yeah. Maybe that's the one where you could bounce around because I remember, like, yes. Like, yeah, I bet you it was because you could, like, bounce it over and hit, like, this cars and bounce back across the street to nail a, a building and then you'd, you'd try to time it as more cars were coming down to bounce and hit like a bus and yes and then every time you got so many hits you would gain enough to do like an explosion or something like yeah. that i can't remember yeah but that was in one of the games too that i'm pretty i'm pretty sure i'm pretty sure it was because i remember it was like the more cars you hit and then eventually you could do this big explosion that would throw cars out into more traffic as it was still coming, like the traffic that comes later. And after yeah. you blew up, you would move cars out. But I don't know. I, yeah. I really want to go back and play Burnout Revenge, too, I, uh, just for that exact reason. It's fun. I love that stuff. It's, it's so only 10 fun. bucks. Yeah. yeah, it's pretty cheap. So if you don't own the, yeah, if you cause... don't have the disc, it's only $10 to get it digitally. But if you have the disc or find it, one of the, you know, reuse stores mm-hmm. that'd be even cheaper you just put the disc in and it'll download the game for you and ryan i yes. gotta give you kudos man for sticking up for me against those <laughs> two horrible hosts that you have uh, not so much gunny gunny he's i love gunny and I, I was giving him some crap but jesus was the one saying no don't give up wings wrong i'm gonna listen to every episode of txl and prove him wrong and then when he was talking about last week about what he was doing wrong or what i said wrong was completely something different than what the original thing was even about it was like you know it too and i'm like guys i know you're wrong i know that you know i know what i'm saying is right because i had just installed something earlier that day and noticed that it was disc and network and i'm like you guys are so wrong about this, and yeah. I know I know exactly why you're thinking that, and I know exactly what Wing was trying to say, and you just mixed mixed it up in your head. Uh, but yeah, it was, it was fun. Uh, that, that's know. why I said last night on your yesterday on your show that Jesus isn't my friend anymore. <laughs> yeah, Jesus is not my friend. He's not my friend. I didn't go into it, but that's why. So, but he's my he's my friend. So, yes, but, we know. Uh, it's all in good fun. It is. All right. So yeah, um, burnout, and yeah, because the version that I really, really remember, the one that sticks with me, is like you're driving down this hill almost. So it must have been one of the or what do we say? Takeout? No, takedown. Takedown. Yeah. <clears throat> yeah. Takeout is Chinese food. Yeah. So <laughs> wrong thing. Burn, burnout takeout <laughs> do a burnout through the takeout grab your food on the way exactly but uh you know it was still good it was still good i was just thinking man that that i mean so that was the first level that you know i that i explained right there and you have to get through that somehow and you have to unlock the rest of them but i was just thinking to myself how impossible must this be it's actually almost like a physics puzzle <laughs> 
where you have to go in at a certain velocity, at a certain angle, at a certain moment in order to get everything to come together just right. Because yeah. I, was, I was like, how do you get the cars down below? I mean, you have to have something <laughs> that comes off of that edge, whether it's your car or another car. Yeah, here's and, what you do. As you're going through the intersection, you have to just clip the front end of a car. Like a semi, car, ideally. Yeah. Well, yeah, or, or, yeah, just clip the front end. Your car has to go off the edge and underneath down to okay. hit the cars below. And then you have to hope that, say, the semi, for instance, jackknifes, yeah. covers most of the road, and then everything runs <laughs> into it, right? Sure. But it's like a matter of, you know, you got to figure out exactly the timing where you got to hit it. And, mm-hmm. you know, but yeah, exactly. Like you're saying, it's like a geometry puzzle where you just got to figure out how to how to create the most havoc. Absolutely. But, yeah, it's a lot. And, of fun. and it's fun. It's fun to watch the explosions. And my son and I were kind of getting into it, you know, shooting and hollering. Oh, there goes another one. You know, looking at the millions pile up. But yeah. Yeah, so burnout always a good time. Uh, There's no enhancements on that, right? No, no, I don't think so. <laughs> nope, unfortunately. <laughs> so, Rob, do you think do you think you and I would have maybe uh, gotten better grades in physics class or paid more attention if if we were, if we learned physics by playing Burnout Revenge instead of? <laughs> <laughs> I think if if we had an Xbox in physics class, we definitely would have paid attention to the gaming. Yeah, uh, I still, I just had flashbacks of that teacher. Yeah, that's that's funny, and it's interesting. That's where Rob and I met. <laughs> that's oh, really? where we met physics in, class. in physics <laughs> class. Yep. So <laughs> nice. So, but uh, yeah, cool. Anything else, Rob? Yeah, and I also went back and I played some Deadlight. So Deadlight was a game from back. Wow, 360 time, I think. Yeah, and yeah. they had the director's cut that came out for the Xbox One, and I mentioned this before, and I don't know. Let me let me ask you this this question again. So, these games that are being remade for the Xbox One, you know, three sixty to Xbox One or Xbox to Xbox One. Or even games that are getting definitive editions, for example, like Deadlight. Do you guys notice any kind of, I'll call it, control issues with these games? Does it run like the original console game or does it run differently? And when I say differently, I mean like faster or slower or exact the same as the um, as the original version. Well, what, for what do you guys me... Think? For me, I mean, I, I have an X, so the enhancements help, and then, you know, that makes a difference. Like, it does. But I think even even running these older games, it still runs them a little smoother, I think. Like, even an Xbox One will run them a little bit smoother, I, I believe. I've, I've never had any control issues, but I don't do a lot of... I haven't played a lot of backwards-compatible games. Okay. Um, just a couple here and there. But as for like the remake stuff, like the Deadlight game, I felt like that that ran a little better on the One X. Like load times are a little quicker. Sure, it's a little more cleaned up, you know. Um, but that's 
that's how I feel about it. Okay. Well, well let me let me elaborate then. Yeah. Yeah. So there's been a couple of games now. You know, Deadlight is is one of them, mm-hmm. along with uh, the one that really stands out is that Tomb Raider game that was free a while ago, um, Underworld. I think. Oh, yeah. It was like two three months ago. That, uh, so, wasn't it Tomb Raider anniversary or was it? Mm, it was one of those. It was one of the remake ones of the old ones, right? I want to, yeah, I want to say it was Underworld, and it was like backwards compatibility. Right. It was the. Right. Uh, the 360 freebie but so so these two definitely stick out to me where it's almost like the xbox one x is too good of a system it's running it too quickly yeah so deadlight i see it a little bit Mm -hmm. but the tomb raider game i i I could not control this game where, I mean, I played it for like 10, 15 minutes and I'm like, I I can't do this because (laughs) in, in my perception, like cam, like, you know how you control the camera around uh, Lara, you know, like you can kind of spin things around. I mean, it just spun around like so fast. It's, it's the equivalent of like control oversteer with everything that I would do. To the point of where it, it it wasn't fun because I'm just sitting there like messing with the controls, just trying to see where I'm looking and keeping, you know, having to readjust. It really reminded me of like back in the day when you had your PC games and then, you know, you upgraded your PC, I don't know, like to the newest 486 or 586 or whatever it was. And the poorly coded games would actually run faster because they somehow relied on the CPU clock or or something for their timing. So you put it on a fast system, and now the game ran faster. Like, going way back, there was a turbo button on the old 286s. I don't know if you guys yeah, remember that yeah. far back. You know, where it like kicked up the cycles, or eventually it actually slowed your system down. But you could like hit that and then, you know, make a game run faster, you know, potentially smoother. But again, some games were like uncontrollably faster where like everything now ran at like double speed. So I was just wondering if you guys noticed this because I'm definitely noticing it even a little bit on Deadlight, not so much as it was on Tomb Raider. Yeah. But I mean, it's. It, it it makes the game like hard to control. I I don't I don't know. I I don't remember that on the regular Xbox One or the yeah. It S. Might be, I mean, it might be something where it's like the actual rendering speed of you turning the camera used to slow down the movement because it had to render what you were turning into. Whereas now there's enough processing speed to just have it rendered. So that as soon as you turn, you have the cameras automatically. Yeah. You know, I don't. I don't know. Like, I can't say that for sure, but that's that's kind of what I'm imagining is happening there when when you're describing it, right? Um, yeah. Which, yeah, that could feel really weird. You know, I get yeah. that. Yeah, I'll I'll have to try it because uh, I'll install Deadlight on my S 
just to see if there's any yeah, difference. See if it makes a difference. Yeah, yeah and I'll, I'll try the Tomb Raider game also. I mean, it just... I, I've noticed it a bunch now on a couple of games, and it really hasn't been on new games. It's just the older stuff that either yeah. is getting back compatted or something like that. And I, I'm sort of curious now to see if there's a difference between systems, and I'm surprised nobody's mentioned it so far. Or I maybe... bet you... If you looked on Digital Foundry, they would probably have something. I, that, I bet you they would. I would check that out. Yeah. Yeah. Because I, I think that, that that's what it sounds like to me. It sounds like it's like there's a faster rendering speed, which sure. which may and maybe if you just went in and like, do you feel like if you went into the options and turned like the camera sensitivity down, that it would change things? It might. I never. Because that could really be it looked too. into going into the options. Yeah, yeah, that might be something too that you might want to look at. Maybe that, maybe that stick speed is just too fast, and you need to bring it down to make it a little smoother. Yeah, maybe. Yeah. Or I'm just getting old. Or we're, yeah, we're just down. getting old. <laughs> I hear you, man. <laughs> I've been in a bit of a, uh, a a funk recently with gaming, where it was like nothing was. Nothing was pleasing me, and it, and I just every time I started playing something, I was like, I don't want to play this, you know. Like I just don't want to play this right now. Yeah. And it, and I started realizing it, you know. And I was like, why am I in this? Why am I in? Why is this happening right now? You know what I mean? And it's like, well, you know, stress and work and and whatnot. You know, it's yep, it's catching up with me, I guess. It Getting does. old, yeah. You can't outrun outrun this stuff forever. No, exactly right. I don't yeah. have the reflexes I used to either. You know, you start playing with all these little kids, and they got the reflexes of, you know, of of a kid, and they, and they just shoot you, and and you don't even see them coming. Oh <laughs> it's yeah. Like, How old am I now? Gosh. Uh, even with Fortnite, playing that with my son, and yeah. you know, he, he's basically ten. And, you know, we'll go, we'll play squads. And, you know, in the end, you know, he gets like two, three, four kills. And, uh, you know, he's he's doing really good. And I died within about 15 seconds of landing. <laughs> it just Well, yeah. It, trust me, I know that feeling because uh, when I go to like Kathy's sister's place and all the kids, they're all downstairs on the Xbox playing Fortnite, right? Yeah, yeah. And and they know that I'm a gamer, right? So I come down and they're like, oh, oh, do you want to play Fortnite here? Play Fortnite. And I'm like, I'm going to be dead in like two seconds. I mm -hmm. hate this game. Like, I just, <laughs> I'm not good at it at all, you know? And then I watch them and I'm like, man, they're good. Like, they... They got it down, you know. Oh yeah. I get in there, I get one kill and like maybe die, you know, the second time the circle closes and then they're they're in the finale, you know, at the end of the circle mm -hmm. with like five people left and and like six kills and I'm like, man. <laughs> but but they play it so much that they know the maps too, right? Like yeah. they know they know where the chests are, they know what walls to break down to get a chest like right away and where sure. the guns are and this and that and I have no idea cuz I don't know. I don't play it that much. So <laughs> we had a funny thing happen uh, the other day, where we landed in a map and then we encountered some other squad or whatever. Yeah. And uh, actually, no, it was in the fifty versus fifty version two, not the squads. But mm -hmm. uh, we were in, in the same area, and this guy comes along, and he's like shooting. So I hightail it 
He's and he's like, Dad, you gotta build, you gotta build because you build like four walls around you, and then you build a ramp. That's like the the like the minimalist, I call it fortification or something like that that you do. So you, you do that, and and you get the advantage of height on whoever is there. And he's like, Dad, you gotta build. You know, you build like a wall around him. Like I can't because <laughs> I can't hit the buttons fast enough. I, <laughs> And, you know, he just said, boom, 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 boom. And he's, like, building stuff around me. And it's like, wow. Has it finally happened? I think it has. Yeah. Losing gaming mojo. I'm passing it on to the next generation. <laughs> but, yeah. Good stuff. Good stuff. But, yeah. So, uh, I played Deadlight, which was a really great game done really well if you're not familiar with it it's um actually i think it might be in game pass now i don't remember but uh it's a zombie-ish game they call them shadows there's some kind of disease that you know wipes out most of the population and you're this guy who's trying to reach some other survivors and such it's got, you know, it's a side-scrolling game, really well done, nice little storyline, a uh, little bit of swearing, not quite family-friendly uh, for at least younger kids, but uh, a great game, and it runs a little weird on the Xbox One X. Yeah, I played it back on the 360. It was pretty good. I, mm-hmm. I enjoyed that game, and it's yeah. not very long, right? It's about four or five hours that I yeah. get to it. Yeah, it's a couple That's hours. A game. Yeah. So good stuff. That's that's about it for me. All right. Mark? So you know what I played? Gems of War. And we got another uh I just added a new guild member tonight. Um so we've got some activity going on. So if you are part of our guild, we have a lot of activity in this game, guys. There's lots of people in our guild playing this. Not everybody. Some of you need to get step it up. But um uh yeah, there's a lot going on. Um, also, I played Homefront: The Revolution some more. Game sucks. Glad I didn't pay for it, but uh, I'm still, <laughs> but playing, still it. playing it. I'm still playing it because there's nothing else to do right now other than Gems of War. I just I don't feel like uh, like like Ryan was talking about like gaming funk. That I just feel like that's where I'm at sometimes. And you know, I don't even think that um, State of Decay Two is going to do anything because I liked the first game, but not enough where I ever finished it. But uh, I will try it out. But I don't know. I'm just actually, you know, you know what I think is a good analogy to what what you guys are going through, and, and I'm kind of in there as well. That's kind of like you've been working at the same place <sighs> for a whole bunch of years, and you're trying to figure out where to go to lunch. Oh. You've like tired out every place like really close by. <laughs> And you're like, you want to go here? Nah. You want to go here? Oh, we just had that last week. You want to go here? Yeah. That's that's what it's like almost, isn't it? Dude, I go through that every day at work. Like, what do I want? Nothing. I don't yeah. want any of this garbage. Exactly. So, and then I settle for Gems of War. <laughs> or Home yeah, Front the Revolution. Yeah. <laughs> mm-hmm. But, um, And I also played Far Cry 5, so I've been playing with this, uh, with Comrade uh, through this game for a while, so... It was fun. She she was uh, man. She's been working a lot, so we haven't had a lot of time to game. But uh, she was on the other day, and uh, we got to finish the game for her. And it was really neat because I knew it was going to happen. 
And I was able to sit there and just listen to what her response was. And um, it was neat. So it was kind of like I really enjoyed that again just to see the other person's response. Um, Ryan, I know you haven't finished this. You've got to go back and pick this up and play it. Uh, just do the story and just to see the end. It's uh, it's different. <laughs> so. Yeah. Uh, I keep trying, but... Again, it goes back to that that feeling I'm having with gaming right now. That's one of those games that I keep going into, and I literally play for like ten seconds, and I'm like, I just don't want to be here right now. Yeah. <laughs> so, yeah, I'll, I'm sure I'll get back to it at some point. But that's what I played. So we can move on. So yeah. you can support us on Patreon by going to thisxboxlife.com forward slash Patreon. And a big shout-out to Dirty Bite, who became a patron this week. Uh, we really appreciate that. Thank you very much, and um, we appreciate all our patrons. Uh, this is an opportunity, if you would like to donate to the show each and every month, you set up how much you want to support the show, any amount that you want, and uh, the pa- patron, you'll, you can go in and give your credit card, debit, whatever, and uh, they'll automatically take care of that for you. If you'd like to do a one-time tip, uh, you can do that by going to thisxboxlife.com forward slash donate. Um, and do uh, the same thing. Uh, you select what you would like to donate to the show, but that one's a single one-timer. Uh, you can subscribe to our channels on Twitch, Mixer, and YouTube. We really appreciate everybody uh, following us. By the way, I apparently did not have you on my Mixer. I'm now in there <gasps> in the chat. So okay. I'm following you now. I thought I was. I must have... I must have always watched you on Twitch. Probably. But I I could have swore I had you on Mixer, too. But I guess not. Now you do. So. Yay. Yay. Yeah, Bait777 is <laughs> now following. All right. Thank you for that. <laughs> All right. So let's jump into topics. We've got a lot to discuss this week. So the first one, <sighs> Rage 2 is a reality. Why I have no freaking clue. Oh come on! Game sucked. Wing, we've had this argument already. <laughs> I think uh, we're gonna I have it know. again. Rage was, Rage was not. Rage was not uh, an amazing game, but it was still all right. It, it looked, looked really amazing. Good. Yeah, good it graphics. It played okay. It played pretty good. It was boring. It's the story was wasn't there. That was that was the part of the game that was really kind of. You know, not so great. But, I mean, like, I remember when I, I, I reviewed that game for an old website that I used to be on. And uh, I can't remember. I think I gave it a 7.5, um, which I think is is about right, personally. <laughs> Jesus says, bring some sense to Wingman. The game, no, the game, okay, well, anyways... I didn't like the original game. I played through it. It looked great. I thought the story was terrible. I thought the gunplay was terrible. It just wasn't. There was nothing fun I, about it in my. And, and this is my opinion. I didn't yeah, like it. The, I the could, gunplay. The gunplay wasn't that bad though. I mean, I it was. Just thought it was terrible. I just didn't like I mean, it. Looking <laughs> at it now, yes, I could see you saying that. But at the time, it was, you know, it was a typical shooter. Like it didn't play any different than any other typical shooter did. <laughs> um, 
But yeah, I, I mean, everyone has their own opinions, right? I thought it was neat with the wing sticks and, you know, you're throwing them and, you know, it was fun. I enjoyed it, but you're you're absolutely right about the story. The story was not very good at all. Yeah. And it was kind of boring, but I had enough fun with the gameplay that I, that I played through the entire thing. So... I mean, this one. Have you seen? You've seen the trailer, right? It looked. It looked dumb. I. It to me, I was seen? just like, this looks so retarded. I. It. It. Anyways, it looks like it looks like Borderlands. It, yeah, it looks like they ripped off some characters from Borderlands. That was one of the things I was. I was watching. I was like, wait a minute, that guy's from Borderlands. Why is he in the? You know, I. It. They're just. I think these guys are gonna take an old, old franchise that failed. They're going to try to reinvent it, but they're stealing from other IPs to try to improve their game. I just, I'm not, I'm not getting into it. I, it's just not going to. Borderlands three be more of a better. fast-paced game like Doom, which I don't like. You know, Doom sucks. I, I mean, I know. <laughs> but it's your favorite. Doom, Doom. Of the it, But they do have more colors in this one, at least in the trailer, oh. than the entire Doom game yes. had. So yeah, you know, splash of pink here and there and. But anyways, it looks fun to me. I uh, think I'm going to have a good time with it. The uh, game comes out second quarter of 2019. So we're still a year away from it. So Um, I'm going to come back on the show second quarter of 2019. (laughs) And we're going to talk about Rage 2 when it comes out, Wing. I'm going to, and you're going to be like, this game was really good. I wasn't expecting it to be. I am telling. (laughs) But like, (laughs) was there even gameplay? It was just a bunch of stupid. Yeah, like, yeah, no, 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 no. The first, the first cinematic trailer that came out was just a bunch of junk. Like, yeah, it was just, it was just there to show off stuff. The second trailer that came out was gameplay. There was some like FMV stuff where it was like, okay, that's obviously not gameplay, but there was gameplay in there as well. Uh, it just, it didn't interest me. So, I'll, I'll, we'll have you back. And you can do the review for us, and uh, we'll take you your word. Because unless Rob's going to play it, because I'm not wasting my money on it. I, you know, I'm well, just not going to. Wing, here's the thing, right? You don't like Wolfenstein, right? I used to. Oh, jeez. The new, I'm talking. Oh, the new the ones, new... yeah, they suck too. <laughs> See, because I feel like that's going to be another kind of. It's going to be that kind of a shooter, I think. So you're you're probably you're probably right. Maybe you won't like it. Maybe the, you won't. The good we'll thing see. about this is it's got Avalanche Studios on it, makers yeah. of Mad Max Just and Cause. Just Cause, and I like those. So if it if it is only doing if like if Avalanche is doing the gameplay here, then I might be able to get on board with it. Now what I, what I'm wondering about this game is what engine are they using? Are they using id tech or are they using whatever Avalanche's engine? I would. They it's got to be id. Id's yeah. not gonna p- let anybody else run an engine other than theirs. I mean, the oh, game yeah. is gonna look yeah. phenomenal. I I have oh, no I, doubt the game will be phenomenally looking. You know. Yeah. Oh, it it does. Like from from watching that trailer, it, it looked really nice. Um. Yeah. So. I wonder though, like, what is what is uh, Just Cause run on? Is that Unreal or is that a different engine? I don't think that's Unreal. Um, 
I don't think it is. I'd have to look it up. Yeah, I can't remember. I'd have to look it up too. So, but anyways, yeah, anyways, it's coming out. It is confirmed coming out uh, early or this time next year. So <laughs> we will obviously see a lot of this at E3. All right, wasted enough time on that. So as our title this week, accessibility is king. The reason why I went with that was because this is one of the coolest, neatest things I have seen in a long time. And I absolutely, Microsoft, I think, can't get enough uh, kudos on this. So I'm going to turn the uh, image thing off the main screen there so you guys can see the Xbox um, accessibility controller that has been uh, just displayed and announced. Um, so this thing's cool. This is not for everybody. This this is a new adaptive controller, they're calling it, but it's for accessible accessibility of, of gaming. So this is designed for those people that can't play a video game on a console in the traditional sense of like using a controller like we do. Um, and they had a video that went along with it. I, I forgot the, the hospital that they were tied into. I think it was somewhere in Ohio. I think you, I think you're right about that, but I can't remember the name of it either. Yeah. But um, maybe the article has the name of it, but anyways, they've been working. So Microsoft, I guess has been working with this hospital to help, the uh, Craig Hospital, that might be. I, I think that sounds right. Um, and uh, working with them and and their patients and stuff to help design or find a way for people to for people that with handicaps to to game better to you know. And this thing's like a big box and it's got these big pads on the top. Um, but there's all these the the, the, the secret sauce I think is in the back which I, I got yeah. that image up on the screen. And you can plug in all different types of, like, custom controllers, and there's a lot of people that, like, want to use their feet or they can use their mouth or they can use different, you know, maybe one hand and stuff. And it was really cool. And to see, you know, one guy they had in a video, like, didn't have, like, his right, I think it was his right hand. He, he really didn't have fingers. So he's like, I can't really hold or use this controller. And so they, they, this allows him to use other options to plug in and still play Xbox games. And then this this accessibility box, essentially, it, you plug in your device and say, I want to use, like, if you've got a foot pad or something that you just, if you don't have fingers, maybe you can just push your arm down on, a, on like, a pad to press, and it'll act as, like, an X or a Y or an A button or whatever. And you can select that on here of what you want that external device to do. Yeah. Um, and it's just really cool because Microsoft has spent a lot of time and money into making something that's for a very small market, you know, but important, but, but, but very but important. important. Oh, Huge. absolutely. Yeah. Yes. This, you know, I don't, and I'm not, when I say a small market, I don't mean that in a disparaging way. It's the fact that a company, yeah. companies will go for, where do I get my most bang for the buck? You know? They, they don't look at markets that are smaller or consider people that maybe can't play in the traditional format. They're, they're looking for, well, you know, 80% of the market can play this way, and that's what we're going to build a controller for. These guys went out and worked with a company or a hospital and other groups. They worked with, there was a list here. I just had it. Able Gamers Charity, the Cerebral Palsy Foundation, Craig Hospital, 
special effect and warfighter engaged. Uh, it was a partnership with those org uh, organizations around the world, including those that I just mentioned. And I think this is so awesome because, you know, it brings gaming on a console availability to more people. And I'm really stoked about this. And it was, you know, it really touched my heart. And I was so happy to see, um, like, the one lady that was talking. She was in a wheelchair. Um, and she was talking about, like, now she can play games. You know? Yeah. And it's like, like a lot all of these, all these people that... That have that have always had to sit back and and watch other people play games, can can now have a chance to do it themselves, and that's awesome. Like I think this is an amazing thing that they've done, um, you know. And you know, it's not about, you know, hey, we're gonna make a, a whole crap load of money on this because it's they're probably not, you know. But it gives these people that, you know don't have that escape and the ability to have that escape. And that's, that's amazing. That, like you said, uh, wing, it, it touched my heart too, man. Like I was just like, this is, this is a great thing and I'm so glad that they're doing it. Yes. Um, I don't, I know the price I think is 99 bucks. Um, and I, I think that that I gotta be willing, I gotta be guessing, I'm guessing here, but I'd be willing to guess that this is probably, they're not making anything if much off of this. Because yeah. there's a lot of tech in this thing, and it's it's just you know, a, a, I bought a um, what's one of those Xbox Lab custom ones, and it cost me yeah. ninety bucks, and I can't do anything this thing does, you know. So yeah. I I just you know I gotta say kudos to Microsoft for this. This is awesome, you know. You guys did something for the right for the right reason for the right people. Um, and this just, thank you. I mean, I appreciate it. I don't need to use this, but I have mm -hmm. friends that are, you know, well, Rob and I, we both have a, a friend of ours who got hurt and he's in a wheelchair. Yes, he can play with his hands, but you know, he's got a bunch of friends that probably can't, you know, yeah. and to see this yeah. just, it's awesome. I, I just very cool. I used to listen to a podcast and, I cannot remember what it was called, but the one guy was uh, a handicapped guy and he played a lot of PC games and uh, it was him and this other guy. And uh, and this this whole thing made me think about that guy. I need to go back and see if he's looked into this yet. Um, God, I can't remember what the podcast is called though. So anyways, just keep going on. Well, I know we've got a, we've got a community member who is handicapped and plays a ton yeah. of games and he often is here in our watching us live but uh now that we've gone later <laughs> we've pushed an hour back we've lost a lot it's of viewers because it's real late on uh everywhere other than the pacific coast so that's but, right um, I, in fact i'm probably going to reach out to him i've been thinking about asking him if this is so i don't think he would use this because he plays <clears> a lot so i'm sure he has mm -hmm. full use of his hands but yeah, I did want to yeah. reach out to him, and I might do that tonight. Just shoot him a message and just say, "Hey, I'd love to hear your thoughts and and uh, stuff like that." Maybe I'll get him on here to talk about it. So if he if he uses this or if he plans to use this or knows anybody, or if he knows somebody that would use it, you know, yeah, yeah. So. yeah. I mean, I th I see this being sold to like to to hospitals really, and like you know maybe homes that that you know take care of people with yeah. disabilities and stuff. 
I don't, I don't really see a single person maybe necessarily buying something like this, but I can see it being used in 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 like uh, in, in even like groups. You know what I mean? Like uh, people that get together, uh, you know, maybe have this so that they have something to do. Yeah. Um, but again, I think it's great. I think it's great. Kudos, Microsoft. It's uh, it's a good thing you're doing. Good thing. All right. Uh, next one. This is this just baffles my mind. Um, oh. So <laughs> let me let me jump down here. So last month, a month ago, it was reported that GTA Five has made more money than any film, book, or game. Mm-hmm. And then just this was seventeenth. So three days ago. It was announced that Grand Theft Auto V has hit over 95 million copies sold. Wow. <laughs> 95 That's million. That's a couple two tree, right? It's <laughs> yeah, a couple yeah. two tree, yes. Exactly. <laughs> I mean, I, I just, and they're, uh, Take Two is saying they're attributing the game's success to the continued release of free content. With, with GTA Online delivering its biggest year yet for sales of in-game currency. So, yeah, I mean, <laughs> Rockstar knows how to do it. You know, they know how to capture an audience and keep them there. Yeah, so. and I mean, the, the games, their games, they take a long time to make them. They don't make a ton, but what they put out is something that a lot of people Solid love, work. a lot of people like to keep playing, they keep adding content to it, and they keep those people there. And they don't have to do it. Well, I don't. I don't know how. Obviously, there's in-game money being or real money being spent in-game online. But I don't know. I've never heard anything about loot boxes or or stuff like no, it's that. All, so. um, it's all you you buy currency in-game currency. So like you'll buy money for your character. You might it might cost you like I don't I don't really know what the costs are. I'm just going off the off my head here. Um, but like you know you pay ten. 10 bucks and you get a million dollars in game to spend on like buying houses or cars or you know whatever the in-game purchases are can you Um, can you lose that money can you get robbed of the real money you purchase i think so but i don't know but i don't know I, i don't know that for sure um yeah there's there's all kinds of stuff i don't play gta online so i don't i don't know but wow. just from I'm just going by what I've heard. Jesus, uh, Jesus in the chat saying they can't, they can lose it. You, you can get yeah. robbed in the game. So, but uh, obviously this isn't a problem. Uh, congratulations to Rockstar, and I I hope they can sell another five million co- copies. I I would <laughs> I I would love to see this thing just hit a hundred million just for the heck of it, you know. But uh, I don't know if Red Dead Redemption Two will do as much, but I think if they have an online component, I think that game could <laughs> could do very well as <laughs> you know, I think that game's gonna sell gangbusters too, so wow. Oh yeah. Kudos to, to Rockstar. All right. We've been kudosing a lot tonight. Have we? I just noticed that. <laughs> kudos to I kudos Sony Sony Santa Monica 
And we kudosed Microsoft for the controller, and now we're kudosing Rockstar. Well, the kudos are flowing. You got to change the name of the podcast now to kudos. <laughs> well, kudos to um, uh, Ubisoft <laughs> because <laughs> the Division Two will arrive before April 2019. Um, they have revealed that this this game is going to be coming out um, sometime in what is it? Is this? Let's see. Uh, they revealed the time frame for the sequel. It was announced in March through details. Although details were sparse at the time, uh, they're going to have their big unveiling here at E3. So I'm looking forward to this. But it's they said it's going to be uh, now the Division Two along with the crew won't be the only big games for the company within the next 12 months. They've also mentioned an unannounced franchise title coming out before April. Um, and we're kind of expecting that to be Splinter Cell or maybe an Assassin's Creed, but I, I'm going banking on Splinter Cell. Um, yeah, I think it's going to be Splinter Cell too. Yeah, as well. So, but uh, if you're looking for The Division, I am. I, is, I, I'm not a Dark Zone fan, and I don't play that, but I really enjoyed the story and that game uh, for the story. But uh, it was fun, and I liked the environments. They were different, the battles, the gun gameplay, the gun play, and that was really good. And I'm looking forward to the division too. So keep that on your radar, but that will be next year. Uh, all right. Did you guys see in inside Xbox episode three? Uh, I, I did. Haven't. Neither of you. Fortunately, I watched the whole thing. <laughs> oh, I, I'm sorry, Ryan. I did quit <laughs> after a certain did, did part. You? Okay. <laughs> I, it got boring. Yeah, I can't it believe it got very boring at the end. We'll get to that. You talk about what happened first. Oh man! So I'm going through. I'm just going to go through this article. Uh, it's it's a recap of what was discussed in there. Uh, again, the the episode was really great. The first 90 minutes was great. Uh, they, they do these are top quality productions, but I do feel like the jokes and stuff are getting a little old. They they need some better writers yeah. there. But the content is really good. But they did start off with a, a first look at Sea of Thieves, The Hungering Deep. They didn't really do Wait, a look at sea it. Sea Thieves again? It was, this is yeah. the only part. Because The Hungering oh. Deep is coming out. Uh, but it wasn't even a look at, like, I when they were when they were teasing it, they were like, oh, get your first look at The Hungering Deep. And there was and nothing. It was, it was just some dude sitting on an island telling a story. Yeah, that's like, that. <laughs> didn't really show me anything. <laughs> I was, yeah, my thought was, yeah, lacking content even in your content reveal. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, exactly. I guess we, I guess we needed to grind that video for a hundred hours, and then maybe you'll get to see something. You just got to keep watching it over and over again, exactly. and then all of a sudden you realize what it is. Um. So, <laughs> so anyways, they mentioned this this um, content. <coughs> It gets water is coming out later this month. So we got what eleven days left. So sometime in the next eleven days. Wait, what what it's coming out? It said later this month. The hungering deep content for Sea of Thieves. Oh yes, yes, yes. yeah. It's supposed to be it's supposed to be at the end of the month, I think. So it should be like, yeah, within the next couple of weeks. Right. We only got eleven days left. Yeah. So sometime in there. Uh they also then talked about Player Unknown's Battlegrounds. The desert map launch date was been revealed. Uh, this has been on the test server for a few weeks, but the May twenty fourth will be the the public launch for Miramar map, also commonly known as the desert map. So that's coming. 
they did a State of Decay 2 community Q&A. Uh, and, of course, we got to see some stuff uh, up, uh, from State of Decay 2. And uh, they got four-player co-op, uh, including the benefits of players joining another friend's game. So one thing I thought was cool, and I can't remember if I heard it there. I think I heard it on another podcast. But when you go into somebody else's game... so. One of the issues with a co-op game often is like, okay, you get your four friends together and it's like, hey, come and join my game. It's like, well, no, you come join my game. Like everybody wants to play their own game to progress their own story. But in this game, you need, um, oh, what's it called? It's not reputation, but there's something like that or you're going to build up reputation. You're going to build up some kind of points, right? And and the more of those that you have, then... Um, you you can buy stuff or, or um, you know build things and whatnot so when you go into another player's game you do keep like the money and the weapons and stuff but when you come back to your game you're going to get like a lot of this reputation and that's and i and from what i've heard from someone who on another show who has done this already they've played it in the preview um it was a lot like they're like, wow, I can't believe how much of this, you know, like XP type stuff that I got for this. So that's like a nice bonus or kind of a, a enticing people to do more co-op. And I think that's a really good idea. Um, so look for that. That's and that's coming out. This It's already out. If you bought the ultimate edition of it, you got that on Friday evening. Uh, but this Tuesday or Monday night, uh, it'll be available for everybody else uh, if you're buying the regular edition and then it should be available uh, as well on the game pass uh, on, on tuesday as well they went over the xbox adaptive controller which we talked about then they talked about uh no man's sky they brought in uh what's his name sean on something oh, they don't oh. have it here but why can't i remember his name but uh he was on, and it was funny because I know Ryan. We were talking about this on your guys' show yesterday. Sean Siri, and like that. I guess Cerny, he, something. <laughs> yeah, so he likes. I guess he's kind of talked a lot about this game before it came out on PS PlayStation. Yeah, and promised a lot of things that never came to fruition. And it, I, it was funny because when I was watching it, I felt like. He kept saying, "Well, he doesn't like to talk, and he doesn't." Want... So I was, I was, I felt like he didn't want to say anything. <laughs> but then you were saying he still kept promising stuff. Um, yeah, and he he was he was promising the stuff that he was promising originally, saying that it's coming this time. You and know, and it, and then he was like, "Well, I just don't want to talk about it because I don't know." You know, it's like, well, it sounds like he's talking this up again. I hope he's not making the same mistake. But we'll so. see. But, I think he just gets excited. He's like Peter Molyneux, right? Where he uh, gets excited about what his what his vision is, and he talks about his vision and, and not the actual product, right? He talks yeah. about what he wants it to be and not what it's going to be. It, so, yeah. which is something that Peter Molyneux always did as well. Yeah. Well, the good thing is for Xbox players, well, when this game comes out, it is going to be Xbox One X enhanced. Uh, you're going to mm-hmm. get all the content that has been released on the PlayStation so far, and we'll get the additional Next content pack. It's called Next. 
excuse me, that will also be included. So we'll basically we'll have all the content that the PlayStation will have when this game launches. So that's good. And it's uh, what uh, June twenty fourth, I believe was was the date. I don't. There's or was not it July? One, there's not one in this article, so I don't have. But they that. did. They did. They did say a date. I remember that. Okay, I can look that up here in a minute. Uh, they went into Forza Motorsports Seven, talking about updates in this game, which surprised me because I would expect Forza Motorsport Eight to come out next year, but. Uh, Brian Eckberg from Turn 10 Studios talked about some updates and features coming to the game. They outlined a brand new series of features for multiplayer, including the new Forza Race regulations, which not only create a more fair, skillful online experience, but also teach players how to improve in online competition. This includes new track limits, which highlight when you're about to go off the track, and I do remember them showing that. Uh, Teams also introducing Time Attack back into Forza, with every track, ribbon, and class having a time attack associated with it. Um, and they're also experimenting with a new drag race mode, including custom stats and mechanics such as free rev to help create a tune simulated drag racing experience. Uh, that's still in early development, and uh, so we'll keep you updated when that's available. But drag racing coming to Forza, guys. What do you think? Hmm, interesting. As so... Uh, no Man's Sky does release on July 24th. Cool. So I was right about that. I thought I heard the date. Sorry, go on, Wing. I oh, no. So the cool thing about this, the drag racing I remember them talking about is they're doing something where as soon as you finish the race, you can, like, hit a button and, like, boom, just go right back to the start and, like, race again. It's They're not going to make you, like, drive back or and, and wait it's just going to be, I want to drag, boom, okay, boom, I'm going to do another one, boom, I'm going to do another one. They're trying to make it like quicker to be able to jump in and do that, so that, that sounds pretty cool. Uh, they talked about a new Halo arcade game coming out. Uh, this is called Halo Fireteam Raven. This is going to be, this is, look, look like, I think, I think it was a four-player uh, big, huge screen. It's got a 130-inch 4K screen with four turret-mounted multi-purpose machine guns. Uh, they're going to debut this at Dave & Buster's in the U.S. and Canada and then expanding to more locations this fall. Uh, they're also talking about, they did talk about the Master Chief collection. Um, and their commitment to make this the definitive Halo collection with improvements to multiplayer functionality and Xbox One X enhancements. So they're continuing to work on that title as well. Um, and then they did a Gears Pro Circuit and Halo Championship Series are going to join forces for that. So for that's the uh, Major League Gaming and stuff. And then they did a look at Divinity Original Sin 2, the Definitive Edition. And then they wrapped up with Ryan's favorite part of the show. <laughs> the State of Decay 2 um, Escape Room. Escape room. <laughs> so, and they got a bunch of YouTube people. <laughs> to go into these escape rooms and and it was funny i me and jesus were sitting in a party watching this and and we're like what is going on like what this is so boring i like <laughs> we're both watching it and we're like this would be cool to do like to be there doing it but it's like it's so boring to watch these people do it like it's it's i don't understand why they thought that this was going to be entertaining to people because it really was not, and the chat was just 
ripping it to pieces <laughs> as it was happening. And then and then it finally ends, right? So the 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 group escapes and we're like, "All right, sweet, it's over. We're going to see something else now. Finally something else." No. They got another group of people. Oh. That are going to it for <laughs> the same the one. Time. No, yeah, the same escape room, but different oh. group of people, right? Different group of YouTubers. <laughs> um, and th- the second group was like part of the Inside Xbox crew in the UK or something like that. I don't remember. It was or Xbox on. That's what it was. It was some of those guys. Um, but. Uh, yeah, I don't know what they were thinking because that was not entertaining to watch at all. It was really, really boring. <laughs> the, it was more entertaining me and Jesus in the chat talking to each other and laughing at our at the stupidness that was going on. That was more entertaining than actually watching what we were watching. <laughs> actually, it would have been more entertaining if it was horrible gamers and TXL people doing it. Yeah, yeah, there we go. Would I still wouldn't. I still wouldn't want it on. <laughs> yeah, it would be fun to do. Like that's what it, we were saying that the whole time. It looked like it was like a fun thing to actually go through, but to watch other people going through it was just like a snore fest. We were just like, just end <laughs> this already. Yeah, it was pretty bad. Yeah, <laughs> don't do that again, Microsoft, please. <laughs> All right. Uh, next item up is that Call of Duty Call of Duty Black Ops Four was revealed. It's coming to Xbox um, on October twelfth. So look for it earlier than its normal November release. And I think we we could point to Red Dead too for that. But yeah. uh, they talked about a new mode. Oh, what what did they call it? Black. Oh. Breaker. No, it was black, blackout. Blackout. Yes. Blackout. Isn't that, that what it was? Be... So it's their Let's new. See what the chat's saying. It's their new um, battle royale mode, if you will, yeah, coming oh coming to Call of Duty. And my initial thought was, wait a minute. Have you ever had more than twenty four players in a Call of Duty multiplayer game? I, I don't. I think that's like the max limit. I could be wrong. I've not played a lot of Call of Duty lately, but they, to my knowledge, they they typically don't go more than that. And I was like, can they put 100 players into the game? Can they really do that? And then they talked about it's like, it's the biggest map ever, and it can hold, what, 15,000 Nuketown maps or something. And, and, and I'm like, and yes, Nuketown's small, but still, if you make the map bigger and you put a bunch of people in there it, right now you don't even do large amounts so i don't know if they can handle it that's my concern and then are they I'm really going to do 100 people because they didn't say they're going to do 100 people no i think they're going to do 50 max that's what i'm kind of imagining and then if there's 50 and the mall and the map is fifteen thousand times larger than a normal one you're never going to see anybody yeah <laughs> so, <laughs> It's like mind you, Call of Duty is a lot faster pace, so you move a lot faster oh, yeah. than you do in like PUBG and stuff like that. So you're gonna get across that map quicker, I think. And I, I, I don't know, fifty people. I don't think it, it like if they were half the size of a PUBG map with fifty people in it, they'd be all right. I think. 
But if they're going to make this massive, massive map, then it doesn't well, make sense. The other thing, too, is we don't necessarily know. They said they got this right. giant map. That doesn't mean that they're going to a game is going to take place over the entire map. They could say they're good. They could cut that into like 10 sections for 10 different maps, if you will. And you will play one of the 10 sections, you know, that, that could be a way yeah, of, or, instead of just one map. Yeah. I mean, we, yeah, we really yeah, don't know all massive, the details, right. right? They make a massive map, but you only use a small part of it for each games. Right. Yeah. So like, and, you know, with the games, how they have the circle, that closes out, maybe it starts off, you start off in a circle and then it continues to shrink. You know, there's lots of ways they can handle it, like you said. Yeah. So, Rob, we talked about this yesterday on HTP. So, Ryan and I had had this conversation. I'm curious sure. as to your thought because you play a lot of Fortnite and I know you've played Call of Duty multiplayer in the past. My thought is Battle Royale mode is not what Call of Duty players are looking for and the reason i say that right. is because call of duty players you play you rank up you unlock stuff you get you get as high level as you can you bring all your gear and then you just own everybody this battle royale in call of duty would be everybody coming in with nothing and i don't know if that's what traditional call of duty players want to start the game out with nothing and everybody being on the same page what do you think? You know, that's a very good point. Yeah. You know, I, I think that the Battle Royale mode is probably going to appeal. So COD Battle Royale will appeal maybe more to current Battle Royale players than it will COD players. You, you know what I mean? Yes. Like, I'm actually interested in a Call of Duty Battle Royale because... I have I haven't I've got I've not gotten into Fortnite or or PUBG because it it's Call of Duty and Titanfall. They're the way their characters move is it to me it's perfect. It's the perfect way I can I can move, I can turn, I can everything is like exactly as I expect it to be and it works. Battlefield or Gears of War or other games, I feel like I'm more clunky. It's not as smooth. It's not as quick. And, and Call of Duty just has that formula for me. And it's just the way, like, again, the way it feels when I'm moving with the controller and my character, it's, it's just like butter for me. So PUBG is rough. It, it, it's choppy. It doesn't work as well. There's too much inventory management. Um, Fortnite is better. But there's so much. These people have gotten so good, I don't even want to bother going in there. Because it's like... It's it's added the whole building thing and man I've watched some of these people I watch a lot of Fortnite online, it's interesting to watch it's fun to watch but I'm like I could never compete with that so I think maybe Call of Duty usually I do fairly well in that game, um, I think that's something I might get into because I'm coming at it as I'm not this Call of Duty multiplayer expert and everybody's going to be at the same you know if we all start in with nothing. But that means the perks and all that stuff, the kill streaks and all that's got to be gone unless they're going to tweak the formula. But I don't think you can really tweak it and give you those types of things because to me that takes that ruins Battle Royale. Battle Royale well, is you are all the same. Go find your stuff. Now, you might find a kill streak or a something, you know, on the map that you can use, which I could see that working. Like Fortnite's got all the golden treasure chests. 
you could pop one of those and it's like there's a oh here's an airstrike oh sweet i'm gonna call this in you know you might pick stuff up like that but i don't know if the general call of duty community wants that so it'll be really interesting to see what happens i think they need to make their own take on it though you know uh so like they could they could bring the perk or uh, not perks but like kill streak stuff into it where it's like sure if you survive and you kill five guys in a row then all of a sudden you can call in the drop that'll drop close to you but you still have to be careful because people will be watching that drop you know looking for someone to come to it and, and pick it and pick the stuff up you know right like they could do they could do things and i think they have to put their own twist on it we can't just get another boring battle royale game that's the same as everything else you know like like we've talked about it on our show a couple of times you know doing weird things like how about how about having a wall of zombies closing in and you guys are working together to kill the zombies so instead of a blue wall closing in there's <laughs> there's zombies and it's and it's a a horde of zombies that are closing in on you and instead of fighting each other you're working together to kill all the zombies and and clear the place out and if you clear the place out you're good if you don't and the zombies win then the zombies win you know like that's just it was a silly idea we came up with you know what i mean it was like hey that would be something different you know it's like something that that uh you know is it's different they need to put their own spin on it is what i'm saying like there's still got to be some sort of call of duty ness in there (laughs) i I agree but i don't think you can you can't start out with anything different from everybody else to me that's what makes battle royale everybody goes in with nothing and you have to find it now maybe you can pick up a you know um run faster or one of those perks maybe it'll you know you might find those along with weapons and ammo you know it'd be like a power up or something in the game i'm fine with that but i don't think it will work if someone can come in with well i've got a hardened vest on and i've got this helmet and you know and i got a pistol and you've got nothing you know i i would think that would ruin the whole mode but we'll see what they do i mean i'm sure they'll put their own spin on it yeah yeah and one thing about Battle Royale, too, is that those last two games that we talked about over the past couple of weeks that came out, like there was one from Cliff Blazinski's studio. Radical Heights and, yeah. uh, oh, well, I'm trying to think of what the other one is now. Uh, yeah, but, Darwin Project. The Darwin, yeah, Darwin Project. Yeah, so, you know, those... Coming into the space thinking that it's just a license to print money apparently has not worked out. Right. Right. You know, so right now, personally, I think Fortnite is the king. PUBG is a a big player in it as well. And these other companies that come in, they're going to struggle. They're going to have a hard time to get, you know, a battle royale game in and that's where I don't, cod has a little bit of a leg up yes what no i they have the audience right, I, right i think you're going where i was about to interrupt you and say so yeah keep going <laughs> so you know they've got a leg up on that because they have such a huge fan base massive fan base that's why and, i see i see call of duty and battlefield both 
doing well in that genre as long as they put their own twist on it and and have something that's going to keep their audience engaged in it, right? Or have it be compelling enough to bring over the Fortnite mm-hmm. and PUBG crowd. Because yeah. I would think that COD Battle Royale, if it's done properly, would be a great option for PUBG people. I don't know about Fortnite because it's sort of its own quirky thing. You know, it's got the building, it's cartoony, it's a little silly. You know, it it might not draw those people over, but it'll definitely get the PUBG people if it's done right. And it might actually, you know, take the reins from PUBG as well. Yeah, yeah. we'll have to see, right? Only yeah. time we can tell and only time will tell. Yep. Yes. All right. So we already talked about No Man's Sky and uh yeah, I had the date in there. <laughs> so yeah, you were right. Ryan, um, we already talked about it, so I'm going to skip that. Go to my last item was the user feedback site that Microsoft has put up, which is great. I highly recommend people go to it because that's why we're getting these backwards compatible games. We're voting on it, and they're bringing us the things we want. But they've uh, announced that the Xbox feedback is improving and moving. So Xbox feedback is now Xbox Ideas. If you've already seen the new Xbox Ideas site, you might notice that the site feels familiar. They're continuing to use the user voice platform to collect our ideas, but in order to maximize the impact of our suggestions, we are ours, uh, what they're saying, your suggestions, we are changing how you submit your ideas by introducing the concept of idea drives. So an idea drive is a campaign that runs for a limited time, usually one to three months. Each idea drive will focus on a specific feature area or topic, sometimes with a limited number of ideas. For most ideas, there will be a collection phase where users can submit their own ideas about the feature. For example, there's currently an idea drive for the Xbox Insider program that is in the collection phase. The idea started with some ideas from the Xbox Insider team members, but every day we're adding more ideas submitted by users. The word ideas in here way too many times. (laughs) Uh, Keep in (laughs) mind that we very carefully moderate the list of ideas and we will make edits for clarification on any idea we accept. If you submit an idea that is duplicate of an idea already posted, or if you submit an idea that is unrelated, it will not be posted to the idea drive. Okay. I've already it's lost interest. Idea, 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 idea. It's like it's like it's like the T V T V sports thing again. Idea, 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 idea. <laughs> So you can go. Is Don Metric back? <laughs> you can go to xboxideas.uservoice.com for uh, to 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 get there. So that that's the site. But make use of it. They they Microsoft is listening. Um, get your ideas out there. Um, I can be for things you want to see come to the console. Things that you want, games that you want them back compat. Um, you know, post it out there. Maybe a game like. Uh, was that Shadow Dragon? That Dragon game they canceled, you know, or Fable Fortune? Scalebound. Maybe you might put start one up there, going bring that back. We want that. And you get enough people, they might bring it back, you know. So check it out. But that's it for me. Did you guys, Rob? Did you have any stories? Yeah, I just got a quick little thing on 
sales numbers supposedly for April and the PS4 outsold both the Xbox One and Switch combined, meaning more PS4s were sold than both of the other two consoles combined. So they're still leading. PS4 is still king. Uh, basically, they're saying that a big part of those sales were God of War or because of God of War. But uh, that was interesting. And these numbers are taken from NPD, which sort of... Well, so NPD is U.S. only, right? So it's it's not global. And then also, I don't fully know about these numbers because... Microsoft doesn't report sales anymore. So how did they really get these? You know, is it, uh, would they have to have gotten them from retailers or try to collect them from retailers as much as they can? But uh, whatever it is. So the hard numbers or supposedly the numbers for this were in April. So last month, uh, PS4 sold 326,000 units. Switch was 171. And Xbox One sold 132,000. Well, these are thousands, 171,000 and 132,000. And 3DS is still selling like crazy at 66,000. Who would have thought it? Still kicking after all these years. What, about 10 years now? Almost. But, um, yeah, someday, someday, maybe the Xbox One will outsell the PlayStation. We'll see. <laughs> yeah. That's I all I got. It. That's it. But we can hope. <laughs> all or right. if the PS5 comes out, <laughs> then maybe the Xbox One will outsell the PS4. Yeah. All right. Oh, here we go. This is everybody's favorite time of the show. If I can do this correctly. Let's get going with it. All right, it's it's rant time, and uh, this is going to be pretty short, but could we please move on from zombie games? It's like every new game or everything that's coming out is zombies, zombies. Zombie. Now, I will say one exception to this. I still want Dead Island 2 to come out, so they need to, <laughs> they do need that one to come out, because I love yep. Dead Island and Riptide, but... And I was so stoked for Dead Island 2. And, but those are like melee games and they're super fun. But I, I'm getting, as fun as it is to kill a zombie, I'm getting a little tired of them. You know? I hear you. <laughs> I hear you. And I mean, but it's a fad, right? It's just like the Battle Royale thing now. And, and you know, it's, it's a thing that, that's common and people can relate to it. And the, one of the most popular TV shows has to do with zombies. So it's like, it's a topic that, that it's, it's relatable to, to mass majority of people. And yeah, I agree with you wing. It's getting a little boring, you know, it's like, uh, 
it, it would be okay if it was like every once in a while one of these <laughs> games came out, but so many of them, you know, yep. like you said, games like Dead Island or uh, Dying Light was another really good Ugh. zombie game. Um, uh, what you know what wing <laughs> dying light was better than dead island oh no it was not no oh, it was yes, not it was no By it was no way no way yes. uh-uh so much better i and, love and dead island about, <laughs> and the great thing about that game was that it's still supported today yeah they're still putting out new content for that game and i think true. there's a battle royale mode coming out oh for good it lord well. Yeah. That'll be the but new I, thing, Battle Royale zombie modes. It's just <laughs> It's gonna be what I was saying. Yep. Yep. <laughs> the, okay, we'll blame that on, of zombies on closing we'll, in. I'll be blaming you guys for that. <laughs> <laughs> so no, it's just you know even like Crackdown two went that way, which frustrated me. Yeah. They they were there in the first game, but you know or the story was led to that, but Man, I don't want to see that kind of crap in Crackdown Three, and uh, you know I don't like the zombie modes in in like Call of Duty. It's I know a lot of people like it, but it just seems like every game's got to have some zombie connection. It's just like, all right, guys, let's come up with something new, something original. That creates, yeah, yeah. Hey. <laughs> There's zombies in pi- in uh, in that game too, right? You could say that because you're going after skeletons. They're zombie-ish. That's not like. zombies, that's skeletons. <laughs> it's Come still on. the undead. Skeletons are different than zombies. <laughs> all right, that's it. That's all I got. I'm not going to rant on this that long. It's just not worth it. But uh, I do want to give a huge congratulations, shout-out to our good friend, Moronic Cow. For those of you who have been around for a very long time, you know who he is. He was the original with Braun and myself on xbox podcast uh he was on here when we started txl uh, he was on there was a four-man show and he just got engaged uh yesterday so that's awesome so so happy for him and, and his fiance. so uh many congratulations from the txl community to you kyle yeah man i i Congrats. used to listen to uh achievement hounds a lot too so yep you yep know, I, I didn't know about this so <laughs> congratulations to him that's awesome yeah, he, uh, him, and Ravioli Capone and uh, uh, Lead E Dog were from our community. They went and started uh, Achievement Hounds podcast. So yeah, it's uh, yeah, just kudos, man. That's awesome. Proud of you. Happy for you. Yeah. Woo! Not proud yeah, of him. Him, him and like <laughs> him and Lead E Dog have come a long way. Yeah, he's yeah. married. Uh, Lead E Dog. He's, he's married, married with a, a child too, right? Yep. Yeah. So, but all right. Congrats, good Kyle. Time. Congratulations. And good news for our our uh, UK listeners. And Rob, I'm going to be in a lot of trouble if I screw this up. But I did not look this up. <laughs> and I'm going to attempt to say this correctly. We have a giveaway for our people in, in, over in Europe and who make use of the Amazon UK site. We really? have How much is it? It's £39.58. You got it. You yes. Got it. Yes. <laughs> I was like, I should look this up. I'm like, no, no. I'm gonna, I'm gonna, I'm gonna wing it and hope I paid attention last time because I. So, but what I'm looking you, for is I'm, I'm happy that you, I'm very proud of you that you did not say 39 pounds and 58 ounces <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> or 58 cents. <laughs> 
or just 39.58, whatever that is. Um, so 39 pounds, 58 pence. Um, so we're going to give you guys, let's see, two weeks. Let me pull my calendar up because I did fail to do that before. Uh, June 3rd. Um, you got so the be, week before E3, right? And I am I'm hoping Rob. I wanted to talk to you too. I want that to be our uh, E3 prediction show. Sure. Okay. So, but send us a voicemail or an email. Um, and again, you got to be able to use Amazon.co.uk uh, to to earn this. Um, send us a voicemail or an email and tell us what you are excited about the most about E3 2018, and get that into us before June 3rd. And uh, we'll pick a winner that night. Um, all right. You can reach out to us and you can send us a voicemail by going to thisxboxlife.com and clicking on the send voicemail button on the right-hand side of the website. And I don't – oh, that's a that's a repeat. I don't have – that was from last week. We don't have a voicemail tonight. Uh, you can also email us, contact at thisxboxlife.com. You can follow us on Twitter. And also on Facebook, both of those are thisxboxlife.com forward slash Twitter or forward slash Facebook. Facebook is a closed group, which is good. You know, it's weird. The other day I got something. I was like, why am I getting this? Then I realized it was like somebody posted in a group I'm in that was open. You know, I was like, dude, this is stupid. This sucks. Like, I don't like this. Like, that's why we did it closed groups. (laughs) So... But we do got some questions, um, and let's start off. So you, yeah, you got the script up, right? Yeah, Ryan. So we'll we'll take turns. Rob, you read the first one. Ryan, if you'd read the second one, and I'll sure. We'll just rotate that way. Sure. All right. First one's from Chris. Chris writes in, "Hi guys, do you think that gaming companies are running out of ideas for new IPs? Hence the amount of effort put into backwards compatibility, sequels, and remaking old games." What do you guys think? I think that we already kind of touched on this with the whole zombies in Battle Royale mode (laughs) stuff. I mean, that's kind of... You look at stuff like uh, Boss Key Games closing down Cliff's project. You know, that was... that he, He was trying to follow trends. And it's like... Well, Gears of War was a trend setting game. And that's what made it so great. Where are those games these days? You know, what's setting a trend now, right? Well, I guess Battle Royale is, you know. And mm. and and it sucks that there's not enough innovation for people to just go, well, we don't want to do Battle Royale. We want to do this something new thing, you know. Like people are too busy trying to copy what's popular instead of trying to make something creative and new. And and that's why I think a lot of people are failing. Like like Bosky Studios failed because they were too busy trying to follow a trend instead of trying to start a trend. You know, that's just my opinion. Yeah. But and the backwards compatibility thing, like, uh, yeah, I mean, that's all. They're betting on nostalgia, right? They want to release these backwards compatible games so that you can play them. And and really, Microsoft is doing it just to be like hey we have something that nobody else does you know it's it's a reason for you to come to our platform because you can play those old games and if you own them already you own them still that's the best part about that right well also too i don't think that they're running out of ideas because the backwards compatibility from my understanding does not require 
any effort on the original devs. It's Microsoft that's doing the work, and well, they're well, just getting they, unless they give them enhancements. The enhancements, if they give them yes. enhancements, then, then then it's a different story. But right. not every one of those games is getting that well, treatment. So. Right, very few of those. Most most of the backwards camp, compat stuff is just that. It's you're playing an original Xbox game or a 360 game, um, mm -hmm. you know. And then like sequels, I don't think that's a, a bad thing because I want like I want uh, Shadow of the Tomb Raider, you know. I, w right. I want that. That's I want Crackdown three. I want Borderlands three. I want sequels to the games that are great. Red Dead two. Look, I can't wait. I'm gonna just. I, that's gonna be awesome. So you know, I don't think that's bad because when they make a great IP, you know, that's good. So I don't. I don't think it's so much that the problem with the new IPs is there's a risk that they're gonna spend. Yeah. And what was it? We read. We did this last week. It was what seventy five to hundred million dollars. You know, games cost a lot of money to make so when you're going on a new ip or something new there's a huge risk that it may not take off things like mm, uh quantum break you know quantum break and in that group i can't remember their name they made the alan wake series you remedy? Know, remedy they've had a hard time i think reaching critical sales like they're not their games people like they're um what is it? Critically acclaimed, but they don't sell five million copies. You know, uh, they sell rather on the lower end. So that's hard if you can't make your money back. And there's always that concern. It, it, it's money. Money leads everything. So they do want to go down. Oh, Battle Royale's cashing in. That's why a lot of people are going to add that in and try to cash in. They know people want that new mode. They, people love zombies, so they're going to put zombies in everything. They, you know, they try to put those formulas in that they know have been money generating for them so i think that's the biggest problem with it getting a new ip is they have no idea if it's going to be a hit or not so no absolutely and i know that it's also a lot easier to build in an existing universe than to you know start from scratch because you know the days where like how games were back in the Atari days, for example, where some guy, it's one guy, he just thinks up, well, I'm going to have a airplane, you know, flying north along a river, and then it's going to be shooting stuff. And that's it. Yep. You know, that's River Raid, by the way. Yeah. <laughs> from Activision. But, you know, those days are gone. You know, there's a huge backstory to all these games where you actually have like script writers and and stuff, and it costs money to even develop that. Yeah, I and, mean, and there's time. a lot more. There's definitely a lot more put into games these days. Oh, absolutely. You know, yeah. You know, like you mentioned, the Tomb Raider game. There's a huge backstory to that that's already you know set. You know, where Lara and her dad and doing all this stuff you know there's a lot of you know that's like 20 plus years of backstory that's already built it's a lot easier to build a new game off of that than and and we know that it's a formula that works based on all the games that have sold and all, although you know it's not a guarantee also that like by, you know using like radical heights <laughs> well, I, I was gonna say Andromeda. Yep. Uh, yeah. 
the Mass Effect game, you know, so it's not a guarantee that, you know, reusing an IP is going to have you have like a surefire slam dunk win. But yeah, you know, it's all about risk and money for yeah. a lot of these companies. And, 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 and another thing we don't, a lot of people don't think about is shareholders. People want to hear that you're building something that's popular that they know is going to sell, right? Like if you come to somebody with a new inventive idea, the shareholders could easily turn around and say, no, don't do that. It's too risky. And then you're screwed, right? You got to start script, start from scratch and redo everything. Right. So, I mean, that's another side of things that, that, that we don't necessarily think about. Right. Yeah. And regarding the backwards compatibility part, I could have sworn that there was some interview somewhere. I don't know if it was on the major Nelson, um, you know, weekly show or it was on, I don't think it was E3, but it was somewhere where I think major Nelson was interviewing one of the guys responsible for it or the backwards compatibility. And they actually talked about how I thought it was like one guy, was like working on this thing and he made some games work. He tried something and he got a game working. I mean, that just shows you to make a backwards compatibility game. It can take one engineer. Right. Yeah. Potentially not all of them. I know some might be more difficult and there's probably teams working on it right now, but you could have one person, maybe not even full-time devoted to it, but they get it working. Whereas a new game, a new IP is hundreds of people. Yeah, right. And and they've kind of proven that it's it's easy to just flip that switch for these backwards compatible games most of the time. Yeah. Um, which is which is really cool. All it takes is a, a publisher or a, or a license owner or whatever to say yes, it's okay, do it. Um, you know, in order for them to be able to do that. So right. It's cool. Thanks, Chris. All right, Ryan, you get the next one. Okay. Edwin Ricardo Bacchus says, Are you fed up of spoilers and leaks? Seems like all these leaks completely spoiled the surprise at E3. We don't know that yet. We don't. We won't know that until E3 that, that everything's been spoiled. So I'm sure there's going to be some surprises still. I think there's going to be some good surprises for Microsoft. I'm hoping. Yeah. I think I think a lot of this time they're just getting stuff out that's not going to be on on stage. Again, yeah. the the as cool as that controller is, it's not something that probably warrants time on the E3 presser, you know. No, you know what? Maybe yeah. mention it. Maybe just mention it and say, "Hey, right. we were." But it's out now, right? Like it's released now. You can buy it already, can't you? I don't know about that. I think it was coming. Yeah, okay. maybe yeah, maybe it's, it's available. I think it's out soon, or it's or it's, yeah. like it'll probably be out before E3. I'm assuming, but I don't know that for sure. Yeah, anyways, I think, I think Rage Two was was a leak. Um, right. Yeah. That, yeah, that was... one, I would say they probably didn't want. They wanted to surprise everybody, but. It happens every year. Some something's leaked every year, uh, but yes. hopefully, hopefully not enough, and there'll be some surprises hopefully still for us. But 
I mean, that was Walmart Canada that leaked that, guys. Freaking Canadians. Hey, Damn. hey we're sorry, eh? It's okay. <laughs> sorry, eh? <laughs> didn't mean to leak that. Didn't mean to spoil your E3, eh? <laughs> well, if it wouldn't be you, then it would be what? Amazon Italy Those... is famous for it? Yeah. 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 Those guys are a bunch of hosers. Yeah. yeah take off, eh, hoser? All right. Oh, man. Uh, Adam writes in and says, would it be better if E3 was prevented from showcasing games that won't release before the next E3? Should they only allow a game to show at E3 once to prevent companies from stringing, game, stringing gamers along for multiple years? I would say I still like the 18 month. Um, yeah, I agree I, with you. I think way. that's and that's what Microsoft's done in the past. I have a feeling they're going to forgo that this year. I really have a bad feeling that we're going to get more of yeah. a Sony press conference where they're going to show a few things and then promise a whole bunch of other stuff that's not coming out for several years because it and has show worked. the same thing next year yep. and the same thing the year after that. Like like this year, Sony's going to show off Final Fantasy again, I bet. Death Stranding um, again. And, and, and Death uh, Stranding. The... Uh, uh, days gone days gone thank you that was the other one yeah <laughs> which we've seen for the last two e3s this will be the third e3 for both of those right. um you know it, it's to me that's ridiculous i yeah and people say people will say well crackdown's been around since the xbox first yep. xbox one first came out yeah but they didn't show it off every e3 since right. then uh They've below a little teaser here and there yeah, and I'm, I'm not blaming. I'm not blaming Sony because yeah, Below was at the original Xbox reveal, reveal and we still yeah. don't have that. And now supposedly we that's coming it, this year. But but it wasn't at the last like three threes. Like, right, nothing's it, been yeah, said about skipped. it until just yep. recently. Right at PAX, they put out a yes. They they had a demo at PAX this year. Right. So, so it's not like they're talking about it every year. Whereas like Sony's like, well, we don't got anything else, so let's just bring this out again. Yeah. You know. So, well, we'll see, but I'm sure there will be some surprises. I think it's going to be great. So. What do you think, Rob? Uh, 18 months, one year. What's what's the limit? Or I like that freestyle. I always like the 18 month. Yeah, it's, yeah. that's it's fair. Yeah, it makes sense. And, and yeah, and and in some degrees, it's, it's still a little excessive. But you know, I know that that stuff doesn't get done overnight. But if Microsoft comes out this E3 and goes, here's a game, and they they don't put a release date on it, or it's like 2020 or higher, I'm gonna be ticked off. Then you'll that'll be my rant that week, because <laughs> I don't want them to go down that path. They they couple years ago they're like, we're gonna show you what you can play in the next 18 months, and they did that for the last several years, and and even last year I was kind of like, mm, there was a couple things I was like they might be pushing that boundary and i really kind of think this year they're gonna push it uh just because they got to do the exclusives and now they're gonna go you know i expect a lot of exclusive announcements and hopefully not console launch exclusive i don't want that garbage you know but they're we've heard rumblings and we've seen the the stuff about open up jobs and you know creating new studios down in santa monica for quadruple a games and I think we're going to see it. They're going to have to talk about stuff that's probably not going to be the 18 months, but I'd rather them not do that. So, but we'll see. All right. All right, Rob. <laughs> All right. Next one is 
from Adam. Nope. No way. From Phil. Phil. Uh, this uh, so Phil writes in related to Chris's question above, which is the first one that we read. Uh, I think the backwards compatibility is an amazing effort by Microsoft. I'm not a programmer, but I assume it has taken some clever coding and a lot of resources to get it all up and running. However, the truth of the matter is that for me, I just don't play the back compat games. There's more than enough Xbox One stuff to keep me going. Do you guys use the back compat feature much? And do you think that, despite the cleverness of it all, Microsoft would have been better off putting their efforts and resources into new games and original IP instead? Nope. I think we kind of answered this. Uh, it takes one guy at Microsoft to do the back compat. It, it's not impacting the studios it, and the development can, houses. Yeah. Right. Yeah. And I think we're still... And I think we're going to see some new stuff. I, I really do expect it this year. So Yeah, and and some of the back compat games are like very good games. Like uh Burnout Revenge? Yeah, Burnout Revenge. Um Hunter the Record. Red Dead, right? Yeah. Red, Red Dead, Dead got Redemption. a 4K update. I mean, that yeah. that game runs in 4K now on an X. Like mm-hmm. Absolutely. It's a 360 game running in 4K. Yeah. <laughs> That's crazy. Like, and that game's never run in 4K anywhere else because there isn't a PC version of it. That's the only yeah. place you can play that game in 4K. Mic drop. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you know, but there's also some games that I don't know if they're worth playing. Like yeah. <laughs> yeah. Crazy Taxi. Oh. Yeah. Wah, wah, wah. <laughs> yeah. But you know what? It, it, the, yeah, that may be. But the fact that if you owned it, I mean, I'll turn on my Xbox sometimes. And I'm like, whoa, there's new games here. It's stuff that I bought like in the 360 arcade that are now available to play on my Xbox One. I may yeah. not play them, but if you know, I've had stuff where like, you know what? I think my kids would like this, or I would like my kids to play this and see kind of that you know nostalgic stuff I grew up on, uh, and and they enjoy some of that stuff. So it, it's just. It's there all of a sudden. It's nice to see your collection of stuff you've had be playable. You yeah. know? Uh, I mean, think about it. Look at it like this. Movies. How many times have you gone back and watched Star Wars? If we treated right. movies the way we treat video games, you'd have watched Star Wars once and moved on. And it would have never been transferred off of VHS to CD, then to Blu-ray, now to digital. Like, they're doing the same thing, and we're not getting any complaints about. Well, why are they? Why are they just re-putting these movies out? I mean, how many times? All of us have probably bought in a movie like Star Wars multiple times. I know I have. I bought the original Star Wars on VHS, then I bought the the remakes of the originals on VHS, then bought them all on DVD, then bought them all on Blu-ray. Now I've got them, almost all of them digitally. <laughs> it's just like. We just keep buying the same thing over because I and I'll sit down and watch those movies over and over. Games are a little different, but I don't think they should be treated that it's still media, it's still entertainment. We should yeah. have the right to play that when we want. And the fact that Microsoft says this one box will play games that were on three different consoles is awesome. And and yeah. there's and it doesn't impact us really in any way. We're we're not losing out on IPs or originals or you know, devs aren't being taken away from this. It's Microsoft doing that. Uh, so I think it's great. 
And Sony <laughs> doesn't have it. <laughs> so. Yeah. All right. Uh, who's up next? Ryan? My turn again? Where are we at? John? John. Yeah. John says, when I turned on my Xbox this morning, it told me that developers are going to take my data from me, and if I didn't like it to uninstall all games and apps from that particular developer, there is no choice. I think this is complete BS. They want the data so they know how to charge me for DLC. I think it's really crappy of Microsoft to go along with this and not give us the option to opt out of this intrusion of privacy. But to state it, what? To state it, you have a problem with it, then just uninstall the game or app. Would you love to hear, I would love to hear your guys' take on this. By the way, my gamer tag is Osama bin Smashing. I I don't really, (laughs) I don't really know what he's talking about. I know that recently I have had, uh, a pop-up come up a lot on yeah. my Xbox that says um, they're collecting data, yeah, but yeah. that's for that's for Xbox insiders, and that's just them saying, like, the data, we're collecting this data to help fix stuff. If you don't like it, they say, it says, on from what I've read on that, it says, then just uninstall, like, get, get rid of the insider program and go back to just a regular dashboard and you'll be fine. But if you're yeah. in the insider program, we're collecting data on you so that we can better the OS. And that's part of being in that program. You know what I mean? You kind yep. of agree to that by being in that program. Right, so, because the very next item that comes up says we've been turned on enhanced error mode or something yes, to that effect. Yes, so that's right. That's that's yeah, that's exactly what it is. You're part of that program. So if you don't want that, you need to get out. And it's not bad because the point of being the insider is to provide them data. And I'll bet you probably 90% of people in the insider program don't ever reply back to them. You know? Yeah. Just like, oh, I just want the new stuff. Right. And that's not what it's for. So. Well, this gives them uh, automatic feedback, right? Yeah. Well, telemetry or whatever. Telemetry. Yeah. Yeah. A A lot of companies do this. I mean,. I'm happy mine is doing it finally. Like, you know, where I'm at, it's like finally I've got a tool where I can go in on my end and and look up my customers and see how many systems they have stuff installed on and stuff. And it's like, you know, oh, they have this. How come they didn't tell me they deployed this new version? I see this. Well, I better get in touch with them to say, hey, you know, know, FYI, you need to know this. Um, Everybody's doing this. It's, It's And it's not anything personal because they can't there's rules yeah. and laws in place that they can't release that so it's not going to be anything about you personally or or any of that so i i think osama been smashing i think it's uh that's probably all it's related to is that you're on the insider program so yeah that's what i'm thinking too because that's the only message i've ever seen yeah and i've only seen i've got three xbox ones and two of them are in the insider program and those are the only two i've seen that message on i have not seen it on my one that's not in the program so jesus just sent me a message that said he it's doing it to him and he's not in the insider program so i don't know Mm. that's weird Okay. Maybe Jesus just doesn't know he's still in the insider Jesus, program. Yeah, we can't trust him. He doesn't know <laughs> what he's talking about. Uh, speaking of Jesus, um, 
Jesus Antonio Gonzalez writes in and says, what do you see in the future for Game Pass? Personally, I think it will be a future of gaming. <laughs> okay. You think? Um, I see third-party devs jumping on board. We will eventually reach a point in where we will no longer purchase games, but instead just buy subscriptions to certain publishers and their titles. I remember the days of Blockbuster, and they refused to take the buyout option from Netflix. Look at Netflix now. They're even making their very own shows. If this is the future of gaming, what move do you see Sony Nintendo making in response to Game Pass for their platform? For PC, I believe publishers can get away with subscriptions to their games via their own game launchers. DLC makes money, and I believe devs can survive by make, moving to this structure. Uh, and I'll, I'll, write, I'll just read his next one, too, because he says, And how many times do you think we will hear console launch exclusive E3 this year, or will there be a new <laughs> phrase? Uh, for that one... Drinking game. Yeah, it, it's going to be yeah. there, because they're going to they're gonna use the word exclusive any chance they can get. Um, yeah, I think I think Game Pass is the future. I really do. That's why I've been paying for it from day one. Um, even though I don't necessarily play a lot off of there, this year I'm starting to see, like, see at the State of Decay 2, Crackdown, the next Forza game, all those are going to be, there's stuff coming out later in the year that's going to be there day and date. Uh, it, this is the right path. These Game Pass is the leader in this. They are the, the, the pioneer uh, for this. Uh, and I do view them just as Netflix as well. And I think yeah. if, you know, they're wanting to bring like indie developers and we're already seeing that like brand new mm -hmm. games. We've gotten a couple, I think this that, month alone, that laser league game, brand new indie game. Yep. Straight into game, game pass. pass day one. Yep. I mean, and then I, and like, I can see it happening where, where these third party developers start jumping on board and saying, yeah, you know what here, Microsoft will, will say like, here's a specific amount of money. Give us, three months on game pass so we'll put your game on game pass for three months and then you know you you, you get that deal where if you own it or, or if you want to own it and you're not a game pass subscriber you get a discount you know so that that makes it that's a pretty good deal as well if you want to buy it and you know that it's leaving game pass you know you can still do that um gives you options so i mean game pass is cool uh I think it's a great thing and and it could very well be the future of gaming but the thing is is you know Sony and and Nintendo would have to start doing the same thing in order for that to actually be and and I guess you know Nintendo is kind of doing it with their NES games that you're going to get for free for their $20 fee not free you got to pay 20 bucks <laughs> yeah well the, well I said for your $20 fee so <laughs> yearly but i mean nah and i, I think mean, do you see what do you see sony and, and nintendo doing in response to game pass do you think that they do something similar i, I think mean, they will sony's playstation now is kind of a failure right and i think because well ps what playstation now costs 20 dollars a month and you don't get to download the games there's you have to stream them which, I thought it was thirty. Actually, is it that? I thought. Oh wow, that's crazy. If that's the case, it might be thirty up here. Actually, okay. Now that I think about it, it might be twenty down there. Yeah, that would so, make sense. Um, but I, I think Sony's going to have to lower the price, and I think they're going to have to ditch the streaming because not. It, it, it's so funny because you know, Sony took the dig at Microsoft 
when we were doing this whole online thing with the Xbox yep. One, right? And then they're yep. all like, oh, here's how you share a game with our console. You hand it to them. Well, then your quote backwards compatible, whatever your thing, is an online streaming service, which requires broadband. So it's like it's a complete opposite. And it's like, wait a minute. You were just knocking the competition for the same, essentially the same thing, but saying what you're doing is okay. It, it, it's just so stupid. Sony sucks. But um, well, the thing is, is Sony spent a lot of money buying that, Gaikai. That's because they're stupid. So they want to <laughs> use this. They have no choice. They need to make money off of it because they spent a that's, lot of money. That's their I problem. I can't remember what it was, but it was like... It was up there. It was yep. close to the billions, I'm pretty sure. Yep. So, But that's their own dumb fault. So they, they need yep. to revamp it. They need to let you, I think, treat it just as um, Microsoft has done. And they, you know, But they're against that because they want to control everything. They don't even have EA access on their right. platform. So where Microsoft because, said, yeah, and, bring and, it in. And the reason that they didn't have EA access, or that they don't have EA access is because of PlayStation Now. They wanted to be able to push PlayStation Now, and they felt like EA Access would just blow it out of the water. Well, so, yeah, the one month of PSN Now gives you a year of EA Access. I mean, yeah, <laughs> it's it's crazy. So, yeah. all right. All right, Rob. All right, next one is from Brian. Brian writes in, oh boy, why does Wing feel Gunny went overboard and asking if I would wear a man thong to support Gib and his quest for global esports domination. <laughs> P.S. Of course I would go man thong. We just move on to the next question. <laughs> <laughs> I love you, Brian. He's a good he's a good guy, man. Yeah. He's funny. Not even gonna dignify that with an answer. <laughs> <laughs> Okay. He's got two more. We'll answer these yeah, others. Yeah, two more. All right. What game, if offered only on PS, would make you jump ship to a PS podcast only? God of War. Done. <laughs> I don't know. You haven't played God of War, Wing. So. No, I I don't. I've played games on PlayStation that are good. Yeah, I know. I don't. I, I don't knock. Know. Don't knock the console. I don't like the interface. I don't like the controllers. I hate um, the interface too, Wing. I really do. I, wish, I can't stand it. I wish that Sony, Nintendo, and Microsoft, I really wish that they would unify on buttons and make them all the same. Because <laughs> yes. I can't, it's different. You go to you go to PlayStation, you're like, oh, I'm hitting the wrong button. And then I go to Nintendo and they're go off backwards. by one. Yeah, they're back. And it's like, oh my gosh. You know, it's like, think about the gamers. You know, why can't you guys just standardize on one freaking set of four buttons? You know, it's I don't even care. I saw a meme. I saw a meme the other day that said, uh, "To find out what console ple people play games on, just ask them which button is the X button." Because <laughs> on every console, it's a different. Yep. Button. Yeah. Yeah. So, but nothing's going to make me jump ship to a yeah. PlayStation podcast only. I I am not a Sony fanboy. Um, they do have some great games. I, I'm not yeah. going to say they don't. That would be stupid of me. Uh, they got some amazing games. I'd love to play God of War. I think that it looks amazing, but I'm not buying a. I'm not going to go back and get another PlayStation for that. And I'm certainly not going to dedicate a podcast to it. 
Yeah. And on time <laughs> yeah. and from time to time we've mentioned games we've played on Sony's platforms here. So yep. we we are gamers and we will talk about I've talked about Nintendo Switch games I've played. My Switch is collecting dust uh, because it there's was mine. The two games I bought are completely I found to be boring and there's nothing out there right now that I have any interest in playing. And the sad thing is I'm actually looking forward to the $20 a year online service for the Switch because it's going to give me like 20 Nintendo NES games and Dr. Mario. Like I'm looking forward to playing Dr. Mario. I used to play that on the Game Boy years ago. Yeah. I'm like, yeah. dude, I will my Switch will be burning up from playing Super Mario and uh Dr. Mario and stuff like that because those games fit that platform. I think that'd be great. That's more of what I, I want. I mean, I agree. We talked about this last night, and I agree. I agree with you. They fit on that platform, but I just think that what Nintendo is offering is just—it's—it's it, just laughing in the face of gamers. You know what I mean? It's like we have this massive, massive library we can offer you, but we're only going to offer you these, oh, these right. old, old, old games that we can't. You know, yeah, you can but probably it's... play in a browser. Well, true. <laughs> you use Google it. But it's still something you can play on your device when you're sitting in the car somewhere or traveling on yeah. a plane or a bus or a taxi or a Uber or a Lyft or a <laughs> <laughs> whatever. It's still, yeah. still kind of cool. So. Yeah. All right. Brian's got another question, doesn't he? Yep. Yeah, he does. And the last question from Brian is, what game would be your eSport game and no gems of war is not a game wing? Yes, it is. <laughs> Gems of War esports. Yeah, I mean, woo! We, we, <laughs> TXL is going to be a team. Uh, I would. I'd have to go with Call of Duty myself. That seems to be. <clears throat> not, I'm not great at it. I'm nowhere near what those esport guys are, but that seems to be the easiest shooter game for me to play, um, and that I enjoy. So that would be me. What would you guys do? You got well, anything wrong? I would want it to be Fortnite, but I'm not that good at it. <laughs> I'd I'd have to use my old standby Clash Royale. Oh, I know it's I know hey. it's not Xbox, but and, and Clash Royale has a huge esports following. It does. <laughs> it does. There is there's like a lot of Clash Royale stuff going on out there. Um, like I, I was amazed one time I tuned into one of them cause I just happened to see it on YouTube or something. And mm -hmm. I was like, Oh, I'll watch a little bit. of could see, see if I can get some tactics out of people, you know? Um, and, and those guys are crazy and it's like oh, hardcore. It's, it's a massive thing. It's this big, huge venue with like a massive stage that's all built up and they, it looks like the, the actual, you know, playground that you yeah, play yeah. on. And it's like them sitting on each tower on each side of the, I'm like, oh my god, this is crazy! Like, oh yeah, it's amazing how much they put into that. Oh, absolutely, and they have like regional competitions, mm -hmm. continental, mm -hmm. then they go global, and yeah. it's nutty. And and it's and it's amazing how into it people get. Like, I've been kicked out of so many clans because. It's like I'm not like I'm I'm okay at the game. Like I play it casually, but these guys are like, mm, you gotta get your wins and you gotta contribute and this and that and like it's like 
I get into these crazy ass clans and I'm like playing and playing and then I, and then all of a sudden I'm like you're not in a clan anymore. Oh, that clan has kicked you out because you didn't donate enough or you didn't you know whatever, <laughs> which sucks. But it's still a fun game. I, I have it a lot is. of fun. And to be honest, I think I would have to go with the same answer. Oh wow! Yeah. Uh, okay, listen. What's your deck right now? What is your what's your main deck right now, Rob? My main deck is, it's got the uh, ghost guy. Oh, what's his name? The, yeah. The, the, uh, oh, I can't remember either, but the guy with the sword, little king guy. Yeah, he goes in like, woo. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so him, I've got Zap. Yeah. Actually, I, I got to look it up. I don't, I, I don't remember. remember how. Even though I play like, so many games a day with this thing. Daily, yeah. Yeah, so it's Miner, the right. uh, Dart Goblin, the Skeleton Barrel, Goblin Gang, Prince, the Ghost Dude, whatever. Yeah. <laughs> Zap and Bats. Oh, you got the Bats in there, right? Eh? Yeah, it's it's a little bit of a weird deck, but it's very effective in the I'm trying world. to remember mine. My phone's in the other room charging right now. But I have like a, a a Mega Pekka Rage deck, where it's like um, you know the big the big Mega Pekka comes down. And he's like multiply, yeah, yeah, yeah. And then I got uh, I usually use him in a Rage to to like push in after I know that somebody after I know everybody spent everything on the other side. I'll oh, yeah. drop that on the on the far side and then drop the rage and he just walks right in there and takes a tower down. Boom, boom, boom. Yeah. And uh I, I go with uh Electro Wizard, um uh the little prince girl that does the chirp chirp and then goes flying across. Oh, the that's street. the bandit. The bandit, right, yeah. Um oh, I'm trying to remember what else is in my deck. The witch. I have a witch in my deck. The night she's witch or the handy. regular one? Uh, the regular one. I don't have the Night Witch yet. Okay. Um, I haven't unlocked her yet. Uh, God, what else is in my deck? It's hard to remember. <laughs> yeah, it is. Well, I have like, well, because you have like five decks, right? Right. And I kind of cycle between that and my uh, Hog Rider Prince deck. Where, okay. Because, I mean, that's Very a deck effective. where it's like, you know what? You can just chuck Hog Riders at them and, and Princes and you're going to knock something down. Eventually, eventually, yeah. Yeah, but it's a, it's a matter of whether they know how to defend against it or not. Absolutely. But do you, do you play single player or do you play the two versus two a lot? Mostly single player. See, I hate single player. I won't play single player anymore. I play two versus two and that's that's strictly it for me. You know, I, I like two versus two the thing that I can't stand about it. I know exactly what so you're often. Say. I know exactly is what the people say. that bail on you. Yep. And you just are so hosed. You know what I was thinking? I'm like, Supercell has to come up with something to compensate for that. Whereas if someone leaves a match, you get double elixir automatically. You that, know that's what I a mean? good idea. I, like, because you can't compete. Like, no. you cannot. There's if someone you leaves, you're done. And lately, especially recently, I've found people just coming into the match and leaving automatically, like right away leaving. 
yeah. it's been happening a lot. I don't know if it's people looking at my deck and going, oh, well, that doesn't match me. So, no, all I... right, all right, wing. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> what, what? <laughs> no, what I just wanted to finish up with that this is Clash Royale. I know life. that when, you know, people are like trying to build accounts to go into some of the big clans out there like the ones that are especially very competitive like uh what man what are those from like south america starts with an n i couldn't tell you oh i don't remember now but yeah there's a bunch of of uh of clans out there that you have to have like a certain win ratio and yes yeah yeah if you're not close they won't take you so these people is like as soon as it as soon as they see that they're not going to crush you, they're gone, which sometimes is really good because on one-on-ones, if they bail, I'm like, ah, oh, I got my three crowner. Easy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And, uh, yeah, but yeah, the, I can't stand that. I, I just it, it happens so often, and I'm up in the higher levels of the of the game now, and... You know, you, you just get annihilated. You just get so crushed. You cannot people even so, defend. Pe- yeah, pe- it's true. Like, people are so good at it that it's like they know exactly what to place. And then once you've placed every card that you have in your hand, they know exactly what to do to just destroy you. Mm-hmm. And it's like, it, it's, you can't stop it sometimes. It's like, wow, these guys are just insane. Yeah. But anyways, let's yeah. move on. Let's <laughs> wake up, Wing. You, you awake? Uh, I'm hey, here. Wing? You're right. Okay. What's All what's right. new this We're week? Done. We're done. Yeah. <laughs> you you would understand if you actually took the moment to play it. You should be hooked. Wing, you should try and play it, man. It's a fun game. It's it really takes good. It's a little bit. Hey. Don't do that because <laughs> you play Gems of War all the time, okay? And that makes snore. <laughs> 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 all right. What's new yes. this week, Rob? That would be you, Rob. Where's my song? Cue the music. Oh, sorry. See? You guys got me all discombobbled. <laughs> okay. Wing- All right, new games for the week of May 22nd through the 25th. That's only four days. Only four days of releases this week, I guess. Uh, We have on May 22nd, Disco Dodgeball Remix. Gorogoa? Goragoa? I don't know how the heck you say that. That's out on the 22nd. I hate running backwards. What? I'm going to say this. I hate running forwards also. <laughs> Just hate running in general. <laughs> yeah. So uh, that looks sort of Minecraftish. I guess Wait, that's the best way. Go to back for a second. It. What was that first game again? Disco Dodgeball Remix. Yeah. What the heck is Disco Dodgeball Remix? Well, let me tell you. You take robots, projectiles, and dodgeball, and you'll have Disco Dodgeball Remix, an action-packed game that puts you in a neon-covered dance club to compete in frenzied dodgeball excitement as you pull off crazy stunt shots with your 
unicycle robot. <laughs> this sounds kind of fun. <laughs> I gotta Dude, say. State of Decay 2 is so screwed. This releases the same <laughs> day. Yeah. Yep. State of Decay needs to reconsider their, their launch date. <laughs> no, that's why they released the Ultimate Edition on Friday, because they wanted their true fans to get it before Disco Dodgeball came out. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> mm-hmm. Oh, man. All right, what else we got? Yeah, so, yeah so we've got Disco Dodgeball Remix, Gorogoa, Goro, I Hate Running Backwards, and State of Decay 2. Console exclusive. Console exclusive. It's play anywhere for the folks that bought that one version, what they got to play it Thursday night, Friday morning. Friday Friday night. And then Game Pass people get it on the 22nd. Yep. Yep. Then uh, on the 25th, we have... The extremely impossible to play Dark Souls Remastered because hmm. uh, now you can get your butt kicked in 4K or something. I don't know. At 60 <laughs> frames a second, it's Xbox yeah. One X enhanced. Yes, you can. We can see how it is to be frustrated in 4K, 60 frames per second. Uh, we also on the 25th have Dungeon Rushers Crawl RPG. Oh, 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 Ascension. It's lowercase O capital or uppercase O, lowercase O. Whoa, 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 Ascension. <laughs> yes. Uh, then we have Sudden Strike 4 European Battlefields Edition. And lastly, Super Hyper Hyperactive Ninja. Super Hyperactive Ninja. That sounds oh, yeah. like something Ryan would play. It does. I, I yeah. think I can see. I can imagine you streaming this next week. Yeah, <laughs> it's like my death row to Canada, right? Yep. Yeah, it's got about the same kind of graphics. Oh, does it? As death row to Canada. <laughs> yeah, to but out of out of the Sudden Strike Four European Battlefields Edition, Dark Souls Remastered. And I think that's it. Those are Xbox One enhanced. And then, of course, as we mentioned, State of the Decay 2 is console exclusive and play anywhere. So that is State that. State of Decay 2 is Xbox One X enhanced as well. I thought so. It doesn't list it well, here, but I believe it is. Yeah. Yeah, it's... You know, is it... Well, do you need like a regular game to have it be enhanced but if it comes in as a new title is it still enhanced no 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 no. but but listen if it plays on a regular xbox one at 1080p and it plays on an xbox one x in in 4k or 1440p that's enhanced oh that's true yeah right so so we'll see yeah all right games with gold that recently switched up. When did that change over like midweek? Last week. Yeah. Yeah. So Xbox One, we continue for the month of March. I mean, May. I think I said March last week, too. <laughs> for May, we have Super Mega Baseball 2. Good game. Check on... out Super Mega Baseball 2. It's a good game. Okay. 
And then uh, new last week was Metal Gear Solid 5, The Phantom Pain. And Xbox 360 has, and backwards compatibility, has Vanquish for the rest of the month. Also a very good game. Okay. I don't know I don't know how it plays now. I'll have to go back and try it. See, but... Maybe it plays a little fast. Yeah. <laughs> you'll have to pay attention. Yep. So, and then, uh, as usual, if you use Amazon to make any purchases, make sure to use our affiliate link. You can find it at thisxboxlife.com forward slash Amazon, or you click on the big Amazon logo on our homepage, or I think you can, yeah, or you can find it at the top of the Facebook group if you're a member of that. Use that each and every time you make your purchases on Amazon. Helps us out a lot. Doesn't cost you anything extra, and it's definitely appreciated. Also, if you're an iTunes user, Find us on the iTunes store. Give us a rating, five stars, if you could. And uh, that helps us be bumped up in the rankings on the iTunes store. Another great way to support the show. Uh, You can find us on Mixer, Twitch, and YouTube. Subscribe to us on all of those services. And as always, thanks to Learned Your Lesson for the music that we use in the show. I think that's it for this extremely long show. Yeah. Well, Ryan's not used to short shows, so. Oh, this is long? <laughs> yeah. This is long for this us. You're starting. We're at two and a half hours. Short. Nobody have more community questions. <laughs> no, we're done. <laughs> so, Ryan, thank you for joining us, and tell everybody where they can find you. Never a problem, guys. I love you guys. I love being on, being able to come on the show when I have a day off on a Monday. I can come on and uh, do this with you guys. But everyone can find me. Uh, on the Horrible Gamers podcast, um, come and check us out. I know a lot of you, a lot of the community here knows about us, but if there's a few out there that don't, or maybe some new listeners, come check out the Horrible Gamers podcast. We are a little bit more of a not so family friendly podcast. <laughs> you think? Um, <laughs> yeah. Uh, we go a little off sometimes and we do swear a lot. So if, uh, if it's, is I'm surprised that I haven't let it slip this show. So I've been trying hard. And I didn't, made <laughs> it again us. for the second time. But yeah, uh, also my gamer tag is Gib8777. And you can find me on Xbox Live, PSN, and Steam under Gib8777. How about you, Rob? What? <laughs> Where can they find you, Rob? <laughs> Ooh. Uh, Ooh. You can find me on this podcast. <laughs> <laughs> Rob also known as Presar on Xbox Live. And I am Mark AK Wingman709 on Xbox Live. And uh, thank you guys for tuning in each and every week. We'll see you all next week. Wingman taking off. Bye, everybody.